so much for tuning in to the Slow Wealth Podcast. That is Success Lives on Elevation. I am Kendra. And Ramon. As we have in our previous shows, we always start with a powerful motivational quote. And it starts by saying, this breaking of you will be the making of you. A new you, a stronger you. New year, new things. You have 365 days from January 1, of course. <laughs> to oh, make... Is it leap year this year? Or that be 366? You... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I keep this to. breaking of you will be the making of you. Some things that seem so difficult to get through, to go through, will you will grow through it. So sometimes you got to go through it to grow through it. Hey, sounds about right. Okay. All right. So uh, let's talk about the holidays because we haven't recorded since, what, after yeah. Thanksgiving? No. We recorded after that. It's been a couple of weeks. You know, the holidays, you know, a lot of things going on. So we're trying to stay, stay giving y'all, you know, something to listen to. Yeah, the holiday. I like the holidays. It was kind of, I mean, you know, it was bittersweet, but now it felt like people were really appreciating the time that you get to spend with your loved ones. You are really, you know, people are becoming more aware of what's important, and that's that's your family. That's you, your health, your mental well-being, and your family, for sure. Mm -hmm. Right? True. So it's true. Some people. Um... <laughs> can't stand their family. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> the d man. divorce rate unfortunately is going up as, as well as um, domestic, domestic violence. violence. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, you just kind of gotta, you gotta. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that because we're not therapists. But you know, if you are in those situations, find your way to get out those situations. You gotta leave. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what's going on there? With the market. All right. So, yeah, the market. Um, people are not feeling very optimistic. optimistic. I was going to use another word, but not very optimistic about, you know, mm -hmm. the, the real estate market moving ahead simply because of COVID. Now, it's more or less buyers because buyers are like, hey, you know, I've been out here trying to buy. I have the money to buy. I got this low, we have these low interest rates. They're at a record low and I can't find anything because sellers, they're- um, Holding on to their property. Yeah, they're holding on to their properties, you know, because they're like, well, I don't know what's gonna happen. And what if, um, you know, the economy sees a strong decline, I'm gonna be out of a place to stay or I won't be able to generate income. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it is right now. I mean, there's kind of mixed reviews on that. Um, but primarily, everyone is saying the same thing that, um, you know, it's on a slow, the market is on a slow decline because of the cases of coronavirus that have risen to record levels in the last couple of weeks. You know, because normally, um, you know, people are spending more time with their family during the holidays. So they think that that has a lot to do with that. Um, people not being as strategic as they were once before when it came to, um, you know, keeping distance. Everyone's become a little bit more lax because I think personally people are like over it. They're just like, look, I, I got to get back to work. 
I, my kids got to go to school. I want to see my friends. I want to see my family. I want to do the things that I was doing before. Mm-hmm. And some people are, you know, that, that's just how it is. You know, you got those people that are like, okay, well, I don't want to see anybody until this is over. It's like, when is this ever going to be over? Um, but anyway, that's off topic. Um, the percentage of Americans who believe now is a good time to buy fell by 5%. So it went from 57% to 52%. So it's not a huge decrease. Well, so those are probably the people who couldn't find nothing. Yeah. So they're like, oh, man, this ain't good. Ain't nothing out here. Ain't nothing out here. But I think it should be, it's a better market when it's a buyer's market versus a seller's market. Well, let me not let me say that right. I think it's better when there is not enough properties to buy. It depends on what side of the table you're on. Because if you a seller and you put something on the market, people's properties are becoming like, are going under contract within hours. But I mean, it'd be different if there was too many properties on the market. That's true. Because that's, that, that's, that's the horrible. 2008, yeah. everybody's trying to get up because they're underwater. Mm-hmm. This is the flip side now. There's not enough. You got so many people with, with money that's trying to buy or the credit to try to get something. And they're like, hey, there's nothing out here. Right. Yeah, the shortage of homes uh, for sale nationwide has made it much more difficult to find a home to purchase. Mm. Meaning, obviously, buyers are struggling to find um, properties and take advantage of the low interest or low mortgage rates. Which is good for people who already own property because the rental uh, market, you know, as far as tenants is increasing more and more people are renting right so and they are there's definitely more people out here more construction companies out here building so more mm. builders building yeah developing is yeah is there's rising. a lot of development uh, i mean we always see apartment buildings being built um <laughs> and it seems like they finishing these apartments in like a week yeah <laughs> they're putting them up quick so um yeah, I, I mean, I think it's still good because it's just all it is. You're talking about the change in presidency, too, you know, with everything that's been going on outside of COVID. I mean, you just have a lot of people who are just uncertain about the market and they're just waiting. You know, the people have their, their own little indicators of things going good because, too, you got to think Biden has not been inaugurated. He has some views and things that he wants to change mm-hmm. that could affect. Uh, the real estate, real estate, the real estate market. Mm-hmm. You know, like the capital gains. He wants to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the 1031 exchange. He wants to get rid of that. I don't know if he truly does, but he's mentioned it. You know, the capital gains rate. He wants to increase that. So there's certain things that can affect uh, property owners investors. if they invest if they're selling. That I think some people are waiting for. And once, you know, he gets in the office. I think with those first couple of months, people will know. I think things will start really coming back on the market. And, I mean, it'll carry on. I think 2021 uh, will be a good a good year, too. It'll probably be better than 2020, unless we see another COVID. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm I just don't. Right. Oh, Lord, right. mercy. Okay, so uh, as far as the stock market, um, just a synopsis on that. Uh, I'm reading something from um, Small Business Insider, and it's stating that 904 active investors in this in the financial market 
uh, revealed that 66% of them believe that the stock market is either fully or somewhat in a bubble. An additional 26% said the stock market is approaching a market bubble. That's a lot of opinions about the market being in a bubble. I don't, you know, want to perpetuate fear or anything like that. Or, you know, as you, as many of us read about the market, the housing market going to crash, the stock market going, is going to crash. Well, They've they been saying the that the last market, what, two years. They said the market already crashed. When? Last year, around March, April. Oh, really? <laughs> but some people, you know, you probably didn't even notice it, you know, just because you got to look at the gains and, 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 and all of these uh, companies, if you look at where their share prices were, March, April, uh, or so I should say February, March of last year, and then April, May, like a lot of them took a big tank. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of investors lost, lost a lot of money, a lot of short sellers lost a lot of money, but I mean, I think the stock market, just like the housing market, still has room to grow. That's my personal opinion. Because, I mean, look at companies like Tesla. When <laughs> That's said, basically the one stock that has, like, bloomed. Like but they crazy. kept saying that it was overvalued. It's overvalued. It's not worth what it is. And it got all the way up to, uh, I think, about $1,500, almost $1,600 a share. And then it split. And they said, oh, well, you know, I think it should, it should be only worth, you know, $300-something, $350 a share. And then they said, okay, well, it's going on the S&P 500. Oh, it's not going to be able to hold, hold you know, the, the share price is not going to go anywhere. And then now it, it, it's, it's going near $900 a share. Yeah. So um, I tend to not really listen to a lot of these analysts. A lot of them do be wrong. And nobody has, you know, the foresight like that. Um, not when it comes to stocks in the market because you have so many things that, you know, um, move the market. Uh-huh. You know, it, it can never be predicted. I mean, you got to think about it. I heard uh, something from uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins that they did some sort of uh, trial or something like some years ago. And they had monkeys throw darts at stocks, at a board with stocks on them. Uh-huh. And that determined where people would invest their money. So that's kind of what it is now. You don't uh-huh. know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're pretty much doing that. <laughs> but <laughs> but you still can do your research. Just like with anything in stocks, you can do your research on companies because that'll tell you how you think that company will do. You know, when you're looking at the financial, you're looking at the CEO, you're looking at what kind of moves they're making, like you invest in those kind of companies and not just the, the, the biggest thing that you're hearing about in the news. And that's kind of where they're getting the... I think they're getting the, the, the stock market crash mm-hmm. because you have a lot of new investors who are putting money into uh, companies that are not valued at what they are now. Like, for example, Elon Musk tweeted, um, <laughs> he tweeted something about Signal and he was referring to an app. But every thought everybody thought that he was referring to a company called uh, Signal Advance. What's that? It's a company based here in Texas. Oh. And I forget what they do, but their, their stock went from, I want to say it was like 68, 70 cents or something like that a share to like almost $8 a share in a day. And the, the CEO of the company like even had to come out to say, hey, 
Like we don't know why this thing, this stock went up this much, <laughs> but I don't think when he said signal, he was talking about this company. Yeah. And then it dropped. You know, it dropped oh, again. Wow. So it, it just goes to show you that there's a lot of emotions in the stock market, and people who are trying to make money who can kind of you know because you can make a couple hundred, you can make a couple thousand if you make the right choice. Right. Uh, it doesn't make you good, you know, and you can also lose that money just as fast. Well said, sir. All right, so let's uh, get into what we get into talk to. All right, so today's podcast is about yearly goals. Yeah, this is a this is a plan for twenty twenty one. If you want to be successful in twenty twenty one and beyond, that's but, what I said. Your goals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Not this year, but every year you yeah, should be but thinking about that. If you do it this that. year, you'll keep doing it. Because you'll see the success, and it'll make you keep going. That's so true. That That's so true. You do want to keep going. Now, that goes along with the motivational quote, too. So, yeah, you see how I transitioned that? That was, that was nice. I'm not going to do my 10 crack commandments. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the 10 crack commandments. What? <laughs> I told you not to do that. I know, I know. I just, I couldn't resist. All right, so we have, I don't want to say we have come up, but we chose 10 things that could make your, I don't want to say could make, will make your life more successful. And it's not, it's easier said than done, but these are 10 things that we all uh, need and should practice. Yeah, I mean, the pyramids weren't built overnight. It took time. Mm-hmm. It took effort. It took, you know, the commune of people to help one another to get those, you know, to get them get them built. So you have to be very diligent in the process of growing, self-love, internal care, you know. It's, it's like, uh, what's his name? Money Mike, what's his name? Cat Williams said, Uh, it's called self-esteem. Keyword self. Mm, Keyword is self. But um, the first thing I I think, and Ramon also um, thinks, believes, I don't want to say think, believes, is that investing is very important. Step one. That is number one. Now, when... Ramon says investing, it could mean something totally different from what I mean. Well, say, say what you mean. All right. So for me, invest, when I say you need to invest to someone, the first thing I'm thinking is you need to invest in yourself. Okay. You need to um, build professional and personal relationships with other people. So you need to invest time not only into yourself, but into those people that you love. Personal relationships, being with your family, you know, those that will support you and support your ideas. Um, you know, just just overall give you that that grounding that you need. That's mm-hmm. what I mean by invest. Now, you also want to have some money. <laughs> you know, to invest as well. So, Ramon, I'll let you get into your belief on investing. So, the other side of invest, obviously, like you said, investing in yourself, 
is the primary thing because that is the best investment that you'll have is yourself. And like I said, that can be invest. <clears throat> excuse me, that be investing in your your health, right? Because mm-hmm. we all need our health. You know, if you sick and you know you dying, I mean, any and all the money in the world is not gonna do you any good. So we have to invest in our health, exercise, eating right, dieting, all that, right? Which is hard. Isn't that? Isn't that everybody's New Year resolution? Like, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. And by January 5th, they like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and eat this dozen, <laughs> these dozen Krispy Kreme donuts because I, I, I can't do it. This is not going to work. So you literally have to take baby steps into, you know, making yourself a more profound person. It doesn't happen overnight. If you if you want to take that magical pill that's going to change you overnight, the other side of that is going to be some sort of side effect. So you got to be real careful with that. Just be patient and don't be hard on yourself. I'm sorry, I cut you off. And so, um, yeah. So, yeah, all of that, right? Invest in your health. But then there's the other side is investing, you know, financially, you know, not not just for today, but for the future. So, you know, Investing in stocks, as we talk about, um, in real estate. And then you got um, investing in businesses. So, you know, somebody had a good idea about opening up a business and they didn't have the funds, but let's say that you do, then you can make an investment um, in that person's idea into a business that may grow. You know, look at like LeBron. Mm -hmm. LeBron James, he invested in um, that piece of franchise uh, Blaze, I never ate it, but it grew. Like it, he made a lot of money off of that. Um, so there's things that we should be investing in. You can invest like real estate. You don't always just have to invest by buying the actual property. There's things like they call REITs, um, REIT, real estate investment trust. So okay. like it's a bunch of it's like company they, they'll they'll buy up a bunch of uh, a real uh, property and. It's like you're investing in that that fund. So like you can own a piece of different properties mm-hmm. and you just get a return off of that. You're not doing anything. That's usually what money. happens in a um, 401k portfolio. Yeah, same thing. You know, you're, you're, you're investing in those uh, index funds that has all of these different um, companies, T-Mobile and Google and all this stuff. If you don't have the money to buy to uh, buy shares of those companies specifically, you can get index funds. Um, so there's ways that you can invest that won't cost you as much. Um, but that is really kind of one of our number one things that we should do, like I said, for 2021 and beyond. Correct, sir. Saving is number two. Save. Yes. Save. Save, save. Yes. Um, yeah, I would use the 5 to 10% rule. I like that rule. What's the 5 to 10% rule? You pay yourself first before anybody else. You save 5 to 10% of your earnings. And the reason why is because, honestly, you never know what's going to happen. Look at last year. Look at last year. January to, let's say, April 1. Everything was pretty much normal 
from January to March. April came, or late March, April came, pretty much the world was shut down. A lot of Americans, or a lot of people were out of jobs because they had either been furloughed or laid off or fired. And they were, you know, shaking their heads like, what am I going to do? I can't work anywhere because nobody's hiring because we can't go outside. (laughs) We're being advised Mm -hmm. to stay in the house. And, you know, then um, the government came pretty much with a saving grace package that said, hey, you're going to get unemployment and it's, you, 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 there's no bye week or wait week or whatever. And then you're going to get an additional $600 a week for three months. Okay. For some people that could have been like, well, that doesn't near nearly equate to what I was making when I was working. Mm. But for others, it was like, damn, I'm better off staying at home, you know? Mm. So, um, now I want to know how many, how many people actually saved some of that money. You yeah. know what? Or so took crazy. Some of that money and invested it. You know what's so crazy is they said that a lot of the money that you know that was um, given. I don't want to say given, but a lot of the money that was earned during that time on um, both unemployment and then that stimulus, uh-huh. people saved. Or like with Robinhood, remember they got so many new investors. Um, so it, it's like a lot of the newer. I'll say newer investors and and people new to savings, they were hip to it. They were like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. They were putting some money into, you know, back into the economy, but they were saving that money. Uh So that, I mean, that's great. That's great because you do want to make sure that you have that, you know, rainy day fund or that F you money or whatever you want to call it. But, um, I believe saving five to 10% off top. Like it took me a while to get there because it was always like, man, and this is in the past, like way in the past when I was literally literally living paycheck to paycheck. It's like, man, how the hell am I supposed to save 10%? That 10% could go to the light bill or gas bill or car payment or car insurance or whatever. You know, whereas now my mentality, as soon as, you know, I get some money, I'm like, some of that got to go into savings or some of it got to go to this account or that account or something, you know, where it's not burning in my hand. I mean, just make a budget, um, all your bills. And like you said, take 10%, 15%, whatever you're comfortable with, uh, and save it. Just keep building on your savings because the the more money you have saved up, the less problems you you know you tend to have. I think we said that before. You know, the less money you have, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have a whole lot of problems. So, you know, like you said, when it rains, it pours. Mm-hmm. Um, 401ks, you know, if you're, you know, if you still have a job or about to start a job, that's another way to save money. Um, it's a good savings account, especially when your job matches uh, your contributions. So it's like free money. Um, or IRA. That's another way to save um, and invest. And then you have the good old mattress. Put money underneath the mattress. You know, in the shoebox. Or in wherever, Granny's bra. Yeah, wherever. <laughs> hey, you never know. Hey, look, you have one of them days, you know, where, what was that, when uh, we was running out of gas and 
It was so it was it was lines and lines of people in the car waiting at gas stations. Oh, that was in uh, two thousand one. That was after nine eleven. It wasn't that long ago. It was something more recent. I I, I don't know if it was all over. If it was just like in Houston or somewhere, something was happening. I don't know if it was the the storms or something. But there was a lot of people, you know, that was waiting to have gas, where they were just leaving their cars because they was they couldn't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. So anyway. You never know what kind of situation you're in where you need to have cash. We live in a day and age where everything is, you know, technology. Everything is done, you know, through through plastic, you know, cards, credit cards, debit cards. Nobody really carries cash anymore. I know I don't. So, you know, you might want to just keep a little bit, you know, on hand. Um, so, yeah, I think saving. Yes, definitely saving. Save, save. And if you make a budget as it was mentioned, make sure it's realistic. If you're trying to tell yourself, look, I'm going to save $500 or $1,000 every month and you know good and well you can't do it, or if you have a budget to spend this money here or this money there, make it realistic. Make a budget according to your lifestyle. I'm going to tell you, there's this thing, uh, and my cousin, he did this, where... uh, you 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 start off the first week you save a dollar, mm-hmm. I think every day, or something like that for the first week, and then it's two dollars every day for the second week, three dollars every, and it was like once you get to the end of the year, fifty two weeks, I forgot how much money you have, but you have a nice little chunk of change, mm-hmm. you know, um, and but there's apps out there too, yes, where uh, they just help you, you know, save money, and we ain't about to tell you. Just Google it. You know, about to get no free advertising. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's apps out there that help you save. You know, if you if you feel like you can't do it on your own, because the good thing about some of them apps is you don't really see the money missing. Right. So like they'll have it where if you spend if you buy something for four dollars and twenty cent, they'll round it up to the next dollar and save that that eighty cent for you. You know what I'm saying? So you'll spend five dollars, but eighty cent of it you kept to put into a savings. Exactly. And you don't know how many times we all just go out and swipe our card, you know, spend it for anything. You have a nice little, you know, chunk of change saved up. So um, just find ways to save. So invest was number one. Save was number two. Number three is... Build error repair credit. This is probably one of the biggest steps <laughs> In this 10-step process. Now listen. A lot of people probably got their credit damaged a little bit with this COVID. Mm -hmm. Depending on what they own. Um, Or what they are, you know, making routine payments on. Yeah. And if you were diligent. And see, this is the thing. Because, you know, I had messed up credit when I was younger, unfortunately. Because, you know, you, you don't understand credit. You don't understand how it works. You don't understand that you need to be diligent. And so when you owe someone or you need to make a payment plan, you need to make that. Because if you let it get too far along and they ding your credit, it's just a, a spiral. So you might go from 700 to 550 in, you know, in, in three, four months. <laughs> because, you know. Shoot, quicker than that. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? So um, if your credit is not that good. Start, start, start now, you know, um, and look at your credit, pull your credit report, right? 
annualcreditreport.com. Everybody know it. It's free. Pull all three of your credit reports. And I think you're able to look at your credit reports like more frequently because of COVID. Because of COVID. I think you get it, I want to say once a week. Oh, wow. So it used to be once a year, but now you can get it way more frequently. So, you know, you also want to check because you want to make sure there's no other person out there like you with the same name. You know, (laughs) another you that your mama didn't have. Yeah, you know, somebody out there being you right now. So, uh, you know, you just want to check your credit to see the accuracy, make sure everything's correct. And then, you know, anything that shouldn't be on there, you need to go and dispute it, right? Get get that off of there. Get your credit score up. Shoot for like a 700 or better, you know. Uh, you know, start the seven hundred club. Yeah, you know, it, it gets it gets nicer from there. It does. Let me tell you, because <laughs> when you much under that seven hundred, boy, you know, you'd be like, God, dog. I tell you what, if you're at number three, number two and one is much easier. That is true. because so, you not only because think about it with good credit, it's gonna help you save money on interest mm-hmm. when you go to buy things. The difference between, like, let's say a 620 credit score and a 700 might be the difference in, like, 10, 10% interest points. You know, so your car loan, they might be saying, oh, yeah, we can give it to you, but it's going to be 13% because you got a 620 versus a 700. You might be 3%. Right. You know? And therefore, if you're saving money, you can invest more money. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anywhere, you know, look for ways to cut your monthly expenses so i had to do that you know you know if you got gym memberships you got uh music memberships like spotify and apple you got all these things that you haven't come out your account every month it can add up you know look for ways to cut that so yeah build your credit repair your credit try to get it up over 700 clean your credit up it's definitely clean your credit up and it takes time i mean again we know this isn't going to happen overnight um so be very diligent and a lot of people get real hard on themselves you know don't be hard on yourself and don't harp on the past like the past is the past it's a lesson grow from it and go on hey if you got five bang reps and start over do it Hey. But you want to make <laughs> we're not we are <laughs> hey, not listen. advising that. Hey, if but if that is that is if that is something you choose to do, you know, do it. You know, get your re- do your research. Just don't half ass do, do anything. That's it. Whatever yeah. your choice is, whatever you guys are gonna do, whatever you're gonna you know attempt to do, don't even make it a New Year's resolution. Make it a life resolution. Like just make the change for the rest of your life. So, all right. All right. Number four. Number four is start a business or invest in a business. That's. Well, it could be if you start a business, you invest in a business for yourself. (laughs) But some people, you know what? Some people may not have the money to start a business, but Mm -hmm. they have. I was going to say like the intellectual property or the propriety or whatever. They have the mind to you know to guide someone to start a business sometimes just um if you have a partner that you know is like papered up and they like hey i want to start a business and i got the money and you're like hey i got the knowledge you know that that could be a great you know way to start a business also 
Well, a business can be, like I say, when we say start a business, that could be anything. Yeah, that could be absolutely. baking cakes. That could be, you know, as long as it's legal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to do anything, nothing illegal, but legal. Uh, you know, look around your home. Right. You know, if there's anything that you're not using that could be used to make money, use it. Stove, refrigerator, whatever. I don't yeah, care. You got a you, mixer. If you know, if you can make meals or do yeah. some sort of delivery, you know, like um, I remember when um, a, a, an acquaintance of mine, her husband was out of a job. You know, he had uh, he um, just graduated from college. They were young, and he one day he bought a van. And was just taking people to dialysis. Mm-hmm. Now he owns, you know, vans, a slew of vans and has a business. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, something like that. A lot of times what happened is, and I'm pretty sure everyone has read this, but during the recession in the 1920s and the 1980s during Reaganomics, um, that's when people came, you know, a, a lot of small businesses were developed was during a depression and a recession. Yeah, every a lot of things come out of a crisis. Yeah, because you're put in a position where you have to figure out your next move. Like, um, there's all kind of things people can do as a business. I'm sure when I was young, like I said, I used to shovel snow, rake leaves. We're not talking about when you was five, six hey, years old. But you got to think. That's entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset right there. Yeah, I was up at five a.m. With my shovel, got my team. You know what I'm saying? Walking around, the, <laughs> walking around the streets, making sure they clean. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Getting Lord, that green. Hey, but you know, hey, you got things, just things like that. You know, or I was going to the store for uh, the elderly in my neighborhood. You know, they give me a little, give me a couple dollars. Yeah, but we got, we talking about grown people. Hey, but what I'm saying is, just think, if I did that and knew to do that as a kid, as an adult. And I didn't have nothing, you right. know what I mean? Right. As an adult, you got to think. If you got a car outside, you got a stove, you got a fridge, you got a mixer, you got, you know, you you may have things that you don't even think about. Yeah, if you bake cookies you can use, or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of you are good at things that they don't even think about. They do it. They just do it and they do it for free. And they don't think about, you know, people like, man, so-and-so makes some good-ass Kool-Aid. And I, you know, you might be able to make a business out of shit. I don't know. <laughs> that's just an example. Yeah, that's an example, you know what I'm saying? But you might put a twist on that Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> and it'll be jungle juice. <laughs> hey, you, you be drinking some listen. MD 4040 and some blue Kool-Aid. Some blue, hey, listen, put some, yeah, some Mad Dog in Hey. They be like, dude, why my little son walking around right. wobbling? You know, but, you know, it just, it's just, Man, so so many people be having little skills at stuff that they don't they don't think to turn it into a business. So I think twenty twenty one turn that into a business. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, and when we say business too, that means a legitimate business. Start an LLC, and you know, um, or incorporate your business. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Yeah, LLC. you could be a sole proprietorship. Just, yeah, you could be just LLC. Find some way to incorporate. Ask Corp, Secret, all that crap. Yeah. So, um, and then you got to do business credit. You know, and we will probably, you know, we'll have to really break a lot of stuff down because um, these things too that we had we had to learn. You know, we're learning mm-hmm. um, business credit. You know, because you had your personal credit, you had business credit, both of them can be very advantageous, uh, especially in real estate. 
Um, so, 2021, man, hey, got to turn it up. Turn up like they did at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not do that. <laughs> All right, so moving right along. <laughs> Number five is keep your next move or moves to yourself. Now, see, in the Ten Crack Commandments, that's number two. She's referring to the notorious B.I.G. for those yeah. who don't know. See, it's so crazy because he was saying it in, you know, the hood, street From way. the street perspective. Yeah. But when, if you look at this list, when I saw it, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, this is the Ten Crack Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hip hop head. What can I say? Um, All right. Yeah, so, <laughs> but according to the Ten Crack Commandments, this is number two. Never let them know your next move. Your next move is your best move. Man, let me tell you, y'all. I, I, I'm, I can be pretty private, um, and and not really talk about a lot of things that I do. I'm starting to kind of open up a little bit. You open up but, enough to the people who can be of service see, to your and, dream. And, and that's what people need to do. Like, you got to understand when you, let's say you go to work or church or school, whatever, and you telling and talking to people about things that you're doing that um, they, you know, may or may not be doing. Uh, a lot of times people don't want to hear that. And it's unfortunate. Uh, no, you know? it's not that they want to, that they don't want to hear it. It's that. They put their fears on you. Right. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta think there's there's certain types of people, right? So there's the person who you tell them something good that you're doing, mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, okay. And they go talk about that to somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah, so and so man, he said he's trying to start a business. He know that ain't gonna work. Yeah, ooh, black folks. Black folks. Ain't just black folks. Well, we talking about them specifically. Because them is the ones we know that do it the most. Because those are the ones that we around the most. Well, I I, trust me, it ain't just black folks. It's it's everybody. Yeah, everybody does it. And I've seen it and with my own two eyes and heard it. (laughs) You know, and then you got the person who you tell them something good that you're doing, they like, oh man, okay, yeah, that's man, that's dope. And then (laughs) they like they talk about it and they it's like they they play both sides. They they talk bad about you mm-hmm. behind your back to somebody else and then in front of your face, they're like, Oh yeah, man, that's good. I mean, I wanna know about that, you know. And then you got the people you tell something good to and they encourage you. And they like, Oh man, that's dope. Like, you know, my boy he just called me the other day and he was telling me he's getting into real estate. Um, and he was telling me about the business and I was like, Man, you know what? That's dope. I'm glad to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to hear people getting into real estate. I'm glad to hear people just doing something um, outside of their job. You know what I mean? And putting so much weight on their job, making their job their life. You know, he's making a plan B, something to to gain that financial independence. Absolutely. And that gives you more confidence. Because guess what? If you fail, you'll be like, you know what? I did that. I can do this. Let me move on to the next thing. You know, keep, you know, keep plans to yourself. It, exactly. Yes. Keep your plans to yourself. It is it if, is so detrimental to let everybody know what your next move is. It's okay to say to some people, you know what, I'm thinking about doing this. Hey, what you think about this? 
But usually when I'm doing that or when Ramon is doing that, we're doing that because that person can give us some sort of um, advice or point us in the right direction that, you know, just some sort of assistance, a, a hand up, a leg up, whatever, so that we can we can get that task done. I'm not just out here like, hey, I'm going to do this, you know, da, 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 da. because a lot of times what happens is people put that spirit. For me, it's like I'm all about auras and spirits. People put their spirit on you and, it, you know, and you put it out to the universe. Hey, I want to do this. And the universe is like, yeah, you can do this. But that's not the person you tell, uh-uh. you know, because everybody that smiling your face is not, you know, they're not your friend. I mean, but, you know, like, again, that doesn't the thing, too, is everybody's not going to be for you. But mm-hmm. that doesn't have to stop you. Exactly. You know what I mean? You don't let that stop you. That's, that's just their opinion. You know, if you say, hey, I'm about to get into real estate. I want to buy some property. And they like, man, you, in this market, man, you shouldn't buy no property, man. You're going to lose your money. You're going to do, you know, all, like you said, they're projecting their fears mm-hmm. onto you. So you get into it and you be successful. Um, I saw a quote. I'm trying to remember how it went. And it was something like, they'll talk about you, like when you start to do something, like they'll talk bad about you. But then once you make it, they'll tell everybody that they knew you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it's, usually how it goes. It, 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 I, I can't remember exactly how the quote went, but that that is kind of true. You know, they'll talk about you now, but then when you do what you do and, and you make it, oh, man, I know him. Man. I used to go to school with him. I used to work with him, dude. You know, and, you know, all right, whatever. But, uh, yeah, don't don't put your business out there. You know, stop putting your business out there. That's, <laughs> but, that's, that's that. the thing, but you know what's so crazy <laughs> is... Nowadays, everybody thinks that they have to tell the world, I got to keep it real. It's like you keeping it real for for who? Like the only person you need to be honest with is yourself. Like, nah, you know, I have to have a conversation with myself sometimes when I'm talking to people. And and you get excited. That's okay. You get excited and you zealous and Mm. you like, man, you know, I'm in the process of doing this and, and God has been so good and you know, rewarding and you living in favor and you like, you got to think about it. Something in your head will pop you like, nah, this ain't the person I'm a tell. You know, I should tell. I should wait until I'm just doing it. And then once I'm doing it, I will let you know. You know, you just kind of got to be very um, cognizant about those things. But yeah, I mean, we've told several people about what we do. Oh, Real estate, and you you hear all the you know, you hear the positive, but you hear the negative, you know, and how it ain't gonna work, and all this other stuff. And it's, and guess what? The people, uh, I'm not gonna say a large percentage of them, but a large percentage of them is, uh, if they were to lose their jobs, they would lose their minds. See, and that's the thing that I think COVID, the one good thing about COVID. Is it? It was a hard wake up call for a lot of people, mm-hmm. because here it is: you have people who are trying to be entrepreneurs, and you were talking down on them. So they're saying in their mind, "Look, I'm not about to put my life in this job, right? right? Because I don't own the company, and any time I can lose this job, and if I make my job my life, and I lose my job, I lose my life. So you lose you t- your livelihood." I mean, listen. 
but not your life. I mean, you still you could. Go on How living. many people have killed themselves because they lose their job? But we're not thinking like that. I'm right? not, but I'm just saying you don't make your job your life. So you got people who are thinking outside this box that says, "Man, look, I'm gonna go and start something, start my own business. I'm gonna invest in me." And you talking down on them. Yeah. And then COVID hit, boom. They cut your hours or they laid you off. And now you didn't have no backup plan. Because you start buying, you was buying, you bought houses, you bought a house, you bought cars, you do all this based on the job that you had that you thought you were securing. And now you looking at them <laughs> and they might be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but now you, you're going to envy them. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't have like that, 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 uh, that negative uh, envy spirit, you know, where you like, man, you think he all that. No, no, be like them. Start you a business. Do it now. You got, you know what I mean? Think of something, you know what I'm saying? Because these jobs, there is no loyalty. They can't. They, there can't be. It's business. And the only loyalty they have is to the bottom line. That's, That's I mean, but people get mad at these companies. Yeah. Man, they, they got the money. They did, they did. It, it may be true. But at the end of the day, the whole purpose of a business is to make money. You don't you don't get in business to lose it. You don't go in, you don't get employees and pay them a whole bunch of money just because that's what they want you to do, and then you can't you can't support that. So at the end of the day, your job thankful you have it. Do what you can to try to keep it, but during the day you work your job, but at night you do your work, right? You work on your business for yourself. Something that you good at, something that you know you can do, because that job is not guaranteed. Uh, yeah. I think it is like you were kind of, I think you were quoting something from the Bible. So in the day, you use your mind. At the night, you use your hands. Yeah, your job is your job, mm-hmm. but your work is your, what he said, he said your job can be taken from you, but your work can't be taken from you because that's you. That's what's in you already. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody take that from you. Yeah. But your job, they can take that away. You know, they can give you your papers, say, hey, that's it. We closing up shop. We got to lay you off. Absolutely. We got to cut your hours. Literally. You know, they cut my hours. Right. But, you know. I have to use myself as an example here because I did a um, a vision board at the start of 2020. And I had already, I had a previous vision board that was, you know, everything was coming into fruition. But the one I did for 2020, I'm supposed to retire. <laughs> I'm supposed to retire the end of 2020 December 31st 2020 was when I was supposed to have my um resignation in but the universe yeah I had other plans yeah had that he had other plans he said you know what now I need you to move a little bit quick sis and you need to have more faith in yourself so that definitely um you know uh <laughs> just kind of carried my plans along, and it, and everything worked out great since I then. I can't complain. Plans, a lot of people plans changed this year. It, it was it was amazing. It was for the best, you know, because I think about it. If if let's say if I wasn't um, on furlough or laid off, I might have still made an excuse to keep that job. That would have kept me from so many different things that you know that um, we've accomplished during you know that that time that we were able to have, you know, our days to ourselves. That is true. Yeah, All so right. number five, again, keep your next move, your plans to yourself. Man, make your next move your best move. Hallelujah. All right, number six, step six. Don't worry about what people think. Comparison is the thief of joy. 
Listen, what people think of you is not your business. I heard that a while ago. Ooh, that and is I not your think business. about that, and I was like, man, that don't even make sense. But it does make sense. It does. Because what they think of you is not your business. It, that's their opinion, right? You know, what right. they say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. <laughs> but what they think of you is it, not your business. So they can, you can hear that somebody was talking about you, and they said, man, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to be successful, whatever. Okay, cool. Don't worry about that. And don't compare yourself to other people. Oh, my gosh. I've done that. I've done that, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I should be there. I'm more talented. (laughs) I have this, and we have that. Why am I not there? You know, and it's like, you know what? As you mature, your mind matures, and you say, that's his or her path. Mm -hmm. I got to follow my path. My path could be to, you know, some some part of in my life, I might meet that person, you know, or I, I might be able to help so-and-so or so-and-so might be able to help me or, you know, or whatever. You just, like I said, comparison is the thief of joy. You just don't compare yourself to others. Don't worry about what others think about you. That's not your problem. Yeah, don't um, stop buying all these expensive clothes, buying new cars trying to keep up with Joneses because you, you want people. See, people, okay, and I have to say this, you know, a lot of people equate the new cars, the new house, the new expensive clothing to success. That is not success, right? That's what it looks like. You have a lot of successful people that you, you look at them and you think they're broke. Uh, Warren Buffett, one of them, who we know is one of the richest people in the world. Um, this dog is about to drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah. but look, there's <laughs> other people. There's the people who uh, <laughs> I always laugh. Say they, uh, you know, you gotta have the you gotta have the Subaru starter package. <laughs> you know, you see, you see the dude. You know, it's usually like white male. You know, he had his shirt tucked in, his jeans was like some little New Balances, and he always driving like a Subaru Forester or some kind of little Subaru. But they, you find that they wealthy, like they, they got money, like they, 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 they good, they well off. But then you see the people with the new, the new Beamers and all this stuff, and then they got the Gucci, Louis Vuitton. I mean, that's nice. Get something, you know, if you want to have nice things, that's good. But that's not but, to say that everybody that has, you know, the the. No, no, I'm not saying that, but you'll see a trend of people showing that, mm-hmm. but you find out that. You really, you you really don't have that, you know what I'm saying? Like it looks like you got money, like people look at you and think you're doing great, but your finances ain't in order, right? You know what I mean? You don't own no property, you own a bunch of liabilities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't so own any assets. You don't own no assets, yeah. And and that's the thing, you should have way more assets than you have liabilities. And truth be told, your assets, I'm sorry, your lib, your yeah, your assets should pay for your liabilities. So Absolutely. that new car that you have, you should have a property that pays for it. Those clothes that now, you're you you should buy, have some sort of asset. We can't just say a property like well, people okay, put their property, money in different well, listen, things. Listen, we talking about you, real estate, yes. property, stocks, whatever. You know, okay, let's use stocks. Mm-hmm. Instead of going buying those new Jordans, won't you buy the Nike stock and then use the 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 dividends or the income that you get I love off the dividends. shares? Use those. To go buy your Jordan, you know, whatever other Nike you like. This, you know, you, there's nothing wrong with liabilities, but you should have assets 
to cover those. That's the name of the game. Right. So, um, you know. But yeah, at the end of the day, don't 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 care about what people think of you. This thing, you can be the nicest person, the coolest person, and everybody love you, and it's gonna be somebody that hates you because everybody loves you. Right. Or you can be the the most assholes person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people are going to say something and have something negative to say about you, no matter what you are. How Look you what are. they did to Jesus. Come on now, people, be realistic. Some Stop trying not to believe people in that. Pleaser. Some people may not believe in that. Let's leave, let's use people that people. I'm know. just saying you don't have to believe. You it's a, it could be just a story to you. Okay, well let's look at Martin Luther King. He was he was about peaceful protest. He was murdered. Let's look at the opposite of that, Malcolm X. He was about opposite. <laughs> he was murdered. Yeah. So you had two people with of a different side of the coin. One was for peace. One was for they both by any justice, means necessary. But the, yeah, the other one was by any means necessary. You know, eye for an eye. They both was murdered. So, um, do you do what you think that you should be doing, and don't worry about what people think, and don't let that sway your decision on how you live your life. Absolutely. All right, number seven. Network, build new friendships. Now, when we were kids, that is not number seven. We'll, we'll go back to that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to stick to. The... All right, network. <laughs> Let's go number seven. Uh, build friendships. Network. When we were kids, it was easy for us to find friends. Hey, can Tommy come outside? You and Tommy outside playing, and then y'all go over to another friend house and another friend house. And if you grew up in the 80s, if you had the most bikes and skateboards in front of your house, your house was the house to be at. <laughs> you was you was everybody's friend. You had the cool parents, the most snacks, what a Nintendo or an Atari, whatever. It was so easy for us to make friends when we were kids. As an adult, you don't make friends as easy until you network. That's basically what you're doing when you're networking. You're uh, on the playground. You're looking for that person, that like-minded person or somebody that can point you in the right direction that will mentor you or whatever, counsel you, get you to where you need to be. And lo and behold, from that networking event, you become a friend. You got a friend. Well, it's because when you're a kid, it's just about fun and games. When you're an adult, you like, okay, that fun games are over. I need somebody that's gonna help me improve my life. So, you know, that's when you were your teenager or you know, your early twenties and you got the friends that all about going out, kicking into the club, and then you getting that, you know, you start to get in your point in that life where you're like, Okay, I'm kinda done with that. Mm-hmm. Or I don't wanna do that as much. I need I need something better. So you meet those people who start having stuff. You like, okay, these are friends I need. Right. So when you talk about networking, is really look at your inner. I, I see. Uh, who said this? Was it Doctor Boyce Watkins? Well, he was like, look at your inner circle. If you ain't impressed by your inner circle, you need to change it. If you are in the, or if you are the best off in your inner circle, you need to change it. Right? You shouldn't be the. You should. You, in your inner circle, you, everybody should be doing better than you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you should be looking up to them. Hey, what do I need to do? Well, how can I do this? How can I get better? How can I do better? But if you are the best out of your inner circle, <laughs> then, you know, unfortunately, you need to change it. Um, and that doesn't mean, you know, you're going to become bougie or look down on people. It's about growth, right? There's nothing wrong with growth. 
And sometimes people will try to shame you out of growth. They try to keep you stagnant because they don't want to go anywhere. And that's the thing. You got you can't be afraid to, to switch up. You know, if you want to do better, you want to change up and do something better for your life, do it. You know, don't, you're not about to shame me out of out of growth. That's crazy. So, you know, when we say network, find new friends. You can keep the old ones. You just probably not going to hang out with them as much if they're not on the same path as you. You know, you got to give them that train that, that's not stopping. You want everybody to get on, but, but some people are going to get off. Some people are never going to make the train. So Absolutely. Some people will keep their same friends out of obligation to and what? complacency. Yeah, to because they like, oh, you know, we, <laughs> I keep we've been real. friends. We've been friends since the third grade, and blah blah blah. blah. It's like and I've had the damn. same car for seven years. You think it's gonna last another? It <laughs> <laughs> probably not. You know, I'm, and then when it's done doing what it's supposed to do, I'm gonna get something else that's right. gonna be better. That's how friends is. You you're gonna outgrow. That's how people are. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna outgrow people, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. People, they, it's like you get ashamed of outgrowing people because you feel like you're leaving them behind. You're not really leaving them behind. They're just not staying up and keeping up with you. So if you look at it like that, then you're not gonna feel, you're not gonna feel as bad when you try to you know make you know do your uh, make your next move. So, but I haven't really necessarily changed friends, but I've 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 grown people, you know. And like I said, you you wanna you want people to stay with you and and to follow you on that journey. But some people got their own journey. Yeah, everybody you has know? their own journey. It yeah. doesn't mean that they're less of of a, of a good person or less successful than you you know you got your own path so follow it all right what's number eight get out of your comfort zone which was actually number seven but i thought it would be better to transition this into number eight all right that's cool (sighs) man sometimes it is hard to get out of the monotony of what is familiar Uh you know it's it could be really difficult because that for me is a daily struggle. Um, there's things that I'm, you know, that I'm learning um, to get out of my comfort zone. And just to be public, it's definitely marketing <laughs> for me um, because it's not that I don't believe in myself. It's that you know I kind of um, it's 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 difficult. I don't I don't know how to explain it because I you know me I have faith in myself mm-hmm. but in this at the same time it can be difficult cuz you just kind of wondering like will people like it? I don't care what people necessarily the I know what product it, what product it is and I know how great it's going to be for the world but it's like you know what how I'm will gonna, people receive it? What I've come to understand is when you stay in your comfort zone it is really insane. It's insanity. Yeah, doing the same because thing over and over again. That's insanity. You know what I mean? And it's not until that you do something outside of it that you 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 have this I don't know, just like this new experience. You just like, you know, it's like it's like jumping out of a plane or something. Yeah, you know? if it makes you uncomfortable, you should you do should it. do it. Yeah. And <laughs> you jump out of a plane, you like, man, I never do no you know, and then you do it and it's like an out of body experience. So it's like this year, do something that you never do, that you say you wouldn't do, you've never done, and that could be shoot, that could be traveling. 
We talking about I, as far as like business stuff. Well, I mean, but it can start with that. Yourself. But it can start with yeah. that. There's some people who've never been outside the state they live in. There's some people who've never been out the country. There's some people, you know, who've never started any kind of business. There's some people who, <laughs> you know, never saved over a certain amount. I mean, there's there's so many things. There's some there's people who've never made friends outside of what they have now. You know, there's so many things, aspects of our lives that, like you said, we get in our comfort zone and we don't change that. And you need to change it because it it, it expands your 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 culture horizon, you know, your your mind is open and is 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 good. It is. And um again if if it makes you uncomfortable, you should do it. Um going back to using myself as an example, having that vision board that said your last day of working for anyone is December thirty first, twenty twenty. I had to get out of my comfort zone on April one. <laughs> that wasn't the plan, but the uni- God in the universe had something better for me. So I definitely had to get out of my comfort zone. It was it was difficult at first, but I was I was growing. I was I was um, introducing myself to myself. Like I was getting out of the monotony of you know I got this job. You know and. I know when my paycheck is going to come because they're paying me for my, you know, they're paying me for my work or excuse me, for doing a job. That could be on your job too. You know, you could have always had the same position because you're like, I don't want to know. I don't want any upward mobility. I don't want to, you know, try to progress in this job because now I don't want people to think, you know, what they think about me. If I try to go and be a supervisor or whatever, or, you know, I don't know if I can do it, do it. You know, <laughs> forget Absolutely. what people are going to think, like do it, go and get that, you know, go get some more money, get some more experience. Um, I think that's why I love that movie Dolomite. Cause looking the way he looked, I mean, he wasn't a terribly hideous looking man, but he wasn't the, the Hollywood, you know, he didn't have that phenotype that Hollywood likes. He said, you know what? F it. I'm going to do me. I'm a bully. I believe in me. That's when people usually be successful when they yes. when they stop caring what people think and they just do it. And you look at today, people you be like, man, bro, crazy as hell. <laughs> but it might be something to just catch on and mm-hmm. just just they their career just take off. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, get out your comfort zone. Pray and meditate is number nine. That should nine. be number one. Oh my gosh! Within the first, you know me, the first. Minute of waking up, um, you know, a hand to my heart. Um, I'm giving the, you know, giving God the glory or, you know, the universe, the glory, whomever it is that you believe in, you know, just thankful to be alive. And I'm thinking about my day, um, just kind of meditating and, and, you know, doing a silent prayer. But I also do yoga and I do an actual meditation for 15 minutes, um, and it for me that just allows me to have a a very conscious mind. I don't do yoga. That's, that's kind of hard for me. I'd rather just lift a bunch of weights if I had to. <laughs> I mean, you know, but everybody's no, yeah, no, is different. no, no, yeah. But you know what, yoga. I'm not gonna lie. Like 
when I first did yoga, I was thinking like, you know, okay, it's easy. Like it's like stretching. You know, <laughs> okay. That was like the hardest thing I ever, <laughs> I ever did. I was like, oh my god. That's because you're using your body in in slow movements of fluidity, and you're also breathing and you're massaging your, you know, your your arteries and your organs with your breathing because it's it's helping you become more mindful mm. of. No, I'm not saying it don't work. I know <laughs> yourself. A lot of that, you know, yoga, is looking at me crazy yeah. for a minute there. I mean. Uh, you see, it works. Yeah, I it just it, for me, it's, it's gonna take some time for me to like really get into it. Like, I could lay in the bed, you know, just meditate, let my mind drift off, mm-hmm. and pray or whatever. But the yoga is gonna take a minute for me to like. You know. but, but I'm talking about like real meditation. Meditation, meditation is hard though, but you know what? It, it you gotta just let hard. your mind drift. Like sometimes I just let my mind drift to wherever it go. And you gotta, and, you can't. And when it drifts, you just gotta. You know, you got to acknowledge what it drifted off to and then bring it back to what you were thinking about. Like I when before when I would meditate like for three or four minutes, I would try to sit in silence and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do this because my mind will go so many different places. But I'm with me, if I'm doing a meditation and I have to focus on something, just an idea. I don't know if anyone else out there is like me. I have to focus on things that are moving. So it has to be water. Or like me at the airport, that's when I'm at my most, like, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm at my calmest state then. Um. I can sit there and I can just watch things moving and I'm thinking. So when I'm meditating, I close my eyes and I see water and I'm just like a large body of water. Or I, I think, you know, I'm in the airport or something like that where something is moving and I can just kind of go into my meditation and whatever is um, guiding me through that. Uh, yeah, I don't, my mind be shoot, it be a crazy place. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I spent ten minutes trying to meditate, and I, I don't know what the hell happened. So yeah, it, it's it's harder than it than it sounds than you would think it is. It's crazy, like because like you said, your mind is to be racing and be so many different places, but. It does help to get your mind together, ease your stress. Because, I mean, a lot of people stress out. Stress, yeah. stress kills. It definitely I mean, does. Like, it can kill it can kill your day. And there's so many things to stress about. Um, but it's, it's – I seen uh, <laughs> my boy, uh, he posted something on Facebook. Uh, I think it was today or yesterday. It said, uh, if you're going to – if you're going to worry – then pray. No, it. Let me but fix then, that for you because I uh, say this all the time. Uh, if you gonna pray, don't worry. If you worry, don't pray. Yeah, yeah, there you that go. is. Oh yeah. man, I used to say that all the time. Um, if you pray, don't worry. If you worry, don't pray. I told him. I told him. I was like, "Hey, that's true." I said, "But it's, it, it ain't easy." Cause you know what I mean. Just so many things happen in your life. You know what I mean. Like people don't understand. It's easy to get stressed out about those stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and especially with COVID and all this, other, you know, all this stuff going on, you know, you should, you not, you shouldn't feel bad if you worry. You know what I mean? Because it's it's human nature. But like you said, if you if you, if you believe in a higher power or whatever, you know, the universe, you know, um, and if you manage in your life right, things will fall into place. 
Absolutely. You got it. And you know what? That should have been on this list. And let me say this before we say our last that we're going to throw an extra little bonus step in here. Oh, okay. Ooh, bonus just, step. Real, just real quick. So another step is to manage your life. Right. So I'm, I'm reading more and more about things and listening more and more about, you know, how things work. And um, when you look at your life, if your life is out of order, um, you may find that you're not going to attract things into your life. So you need to look at your life and see if it's out of order, if there's some things that you need to put in order. And that could be something simple as cleaning up your credit, cleaning up your house, cleaning up your car. Like, you got to think, if you don't manage your car, you don't change the oil, you don't take it to the shop make sure you know it's tuned up and all that stuff. If you don't manage it right, you're going to lose it, right? Engine going to go out, something going to go out. Um, he just said, I heard him say, he was like, if you don't manage your relationship, mm-hmm. your marriage, if you don't manage that right, you can lose it. If you don't manage your money right, you can lose that. So everything in life is really about uh, management. If you don't manage something right, you're going to lose it. So with all these steps that we're giving y'all, you need to manage these things. I wouldn't call them steps. You know what? I'm going to get away from the steps. They're advisements. (laughs) They're suggestions. They are our suggestions to you. That have proven to work, though. Absolutely. But see... What happens is people get inundated with so much information uh-huh. that they try to live a perfect life. You are not perfect. I'm not no, perfect. No, this is things you just just try to put these into your life. Like management, it, it just it could be from you just waking up, making your bed. Right. Start with that. Yeah. As soon as you got the bed, your habits make change. your bed up. Yeah. There's a book about that I read. Uh, uh, it's a it's an ex. Uh, I think he was a Navy SEAL or something. He was in the military. I think it's called Make Your Bed or something. But he talks about that, like, starting your day off right by just make, doing something as simple as making your bed. Right. The habits of prayer and medita- meditation, yeah. you know, and make, like you said, making your bed, doing little things. Um, I use, uh, now I'm starting to wake up earlier. Yeah, waking up early. Like, mm-hmm. I used to just wake up, you know, set my alarm for 7 o'clock. I mean, even now I still wake up about 8, but. You know, 7 o'clock, and I didn't have to be at work, you know, to about 11, 12 or something. But, you know, just making that habit and getting up that early to do things. Start mm-hmm. your day. You know, it might be just going to the gym for a little bit. You know, then planning your day out, writing stuff in a book, you know. Just getting your life in order, you know. Clean your garage out. We cleaned ours out. Clean your garage out. You might no, have a I lot of stuff. In. You cleaned yeah, it I out. Cleaned Thank it out. God for Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Clean your garage out. You might have a lot of stuff in that garage. Get some stuff away. That you don't use. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, that was that was. Stop I felt hoarding. better after doing that. Yeah, stop hoarding stuff. Yeah. You know, you, a lot of them clothes and shoes that you know you don't wear, man, get that stuff away. Somebody Minimalism. can use it. Clean your house. You know, uh, organize your life. You know, my next step, uh, and I might need some help, is uh, is my my emails. My inbox got like forty thousand emails, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I don't be, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't keep up with all that. I'm like, you know what? Every time I look at that, I'm like, I need to delete, you know, a lot of these, these mm-hmm. emails and and organize into folders and all that crap, you know. Well, so right. that's gonna Pencil be my. It in for that's, yeah, it's gonna be my one next day this project. week. <laughs> all right, what's the last uh, advisement? Find purpose in life. 
Not, I mean, find purpose in your life. Yeah, find your purpose in your life. And that's not easy. That is not easy. I'm I'm like, man, that is a, you know, that's something that I think that is an everyday, you know, everyday struggle. I'll tell you what I heard, and I, I, I know I asked you this, but maybe, you know, some people, this will resonate. But I heard the first thing that you thought of that you wanted to do as a kid is really your purpose in life. Man. And I'm trying to think like, damn, because I don't know. I want to do a lot of it. You know? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I wanted to do a lot too, but I think that I like, I'm I like slowly getting there. Uh-huh. Slowly getting there, you know, because I've always, like, been an extrovert. And I'm like, the world needs to know my name. Like, what? I mean, come on now. I'm just wondering. <laughs> hey, well. Whatever it is that you first thought of as a kid, that's probably what your what your purpose in life is. And that might you might have been the person who just made everybody laugh. Right. And that might be it. That, you know, whether it be a comedian or whatever case, you know, so um find your purpose. And like I said, that's not easy. Because uh, if I, if if I knew how to find my purpose, man. You know what's so funny? It is easy. But we go through life allowing other people to tell us okay well you got to get a job you know um you got to make some money so you're gonna have to put that little dream to the side you know and it's like people have created you got to think about youtube people have created their purpose Mm -hmm. and got paid from it you can turn on youtube and i can have somebody teach me how to do makeup i'm like damn i've been knowing how to do makeup since i was a teenager but let me watch her because mm. she looks like she, you know, really knows what she's doing. Hey, man, there's so many ways to make money nowadays that, you know, it, it begins to, you have to look at yourself and see and ask yourself, are you just really being lazy? Yeah. Because there's, there's so many ways to make money right now that when you're in a crisis, that's when, you know, you really think of it because, you know, you're like, okay, I don't, I don't know. You don't have no choice. You know what I'm saying? It's like that bill is due. You ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. You about to get kicked out. Somehow, some way, you find a way to get. You that find money. a way. You find your purpose. Then, <laughs> you know huh? what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, when that when you get that IRS bill and they like, bro, we about to garnish your check. We about to get your bank account. Oh, you find a way to get that money because you've been put against that wall. You know, um, so find your purpose in life, not just for 2021. But, uh, you know, because everybody's here for a reason it, yep. and it's not just to live and, and, and to, you know, have babies and, and take care of other people. Sometimes there's something that you're supposed to be doing mm. to make a difference in the world. Allow the world to see your gift. It is a sin to hold on to your gift. And I have to tell myself that every day. It is a sin, Kendra, for you to hold on to your gift because you are here to do something greater than what I can ever believe. There are things that we've done that I can't I can't believe that we like our voices are being heard by many people. You know, so there's things that we're supposed to do individually and collectively um 
to affect the world, you know. I think one of your gifts uh, right now is taking the dog outside. Yeah, our dog is having a whole anxiety attack. I ain't paying attention to his little ass right now because he gets he gets me all day long. The attention, the love, the the hugs, the everything. This dog is spoiled. Well, folks, uh, that is a ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the ten crack commandments. What? (laughs) You're promoting drugs. No, I'm not. See, now these these (laughs) let me read these backwards. Okay. So number ten is find your purpose in life. If you find your purpose in life, you'll do it through prayer for me and meditation. Uh Um, which will allow you to number eight, network with people. Because your network is going to be strong enough to get you out of your comfort zone, which is number seven. Uh-huh. Number six, once you're out of your comfort zone, you ain't going to give a F what people think. Uh-huh. Okay, number five Praise. is, <laughs> number five, you're going to keep your moves to yourself and uh-huh. your plans to yourself. Because you're not going to care what people think and you're out your comfort zone, Right. So number four, you're going to say, you know what? I got a plan. I got to put it into use. So I'm going to start a business, uh. right? And then you're going to say, you know what? I got this business now. I got a couple other things that I got to work on. Personally, I got to work on building and repairing my credit so I can get business credit and get those things that I want, right? Uh-huh. Okay, which goes into number two. It will allow you to save more money, have 401k, that money under the mattress in the IRA. Uh. Right? With number two, you could say, I'm saving more money now. Now I got to invest. I'm going to invest in some real estate, some businesses, uh-huh. myself, most uh-huh. importantly. I might invest my time into somebody else's business by consulting. Uh-huh. Some stocks. Uh-huh. Some REIT. What is that again? The REITs, you know what I'm saying? Real it's estate. Real estate investment trust fund. Okay. Investment trust. fund, basically. You know, a bunch of, bunch of properties, you know, together. And you can just invest in all of them at once, basically. All right. So from 1 to 10, 10 to 1, however you word it, it it's going to work. You see how I did that? I see, see that's what I'm that talking about. Nice. You know, nobody know about my rap skills. So that was your purpose? That's your purpose? Uh, to be a rapper. To a rapper. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> as terrible as some of them is now, I might be able to. <laughs> I'll call you K-Solo. K-Solo. <laughs> All right, folks. That was uh, our show for K-E-Y today. K-E-Y-Lo-Lo. Key-Lo-Lo? Different from Martin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Key-Lo. laughs> All right. I'm being silly. All right. Well, That's 10, 10 advisements. We hope you guys follow it. And uh, take it to heart and, and you know, try to uh, utilize these things to better your life, better yourself, people around you. And for real, you know, put these things into action. Don't just make it a, a New Year's resolution. Make it a life resolution. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, as our quote goes today, the breaking of you will be the making of you. A new you, a stronger you. That's the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening to the Slow Wealth Podcast that is Success Lives on Elevation with Kendra and Ramon. Please remember to subscribe, leave comments, love, a.k.a. like us. We are on Facebook at Slow Wealth. That's S-L-O-E-W-E-A-L-T-H. 
You can um, email us at invest at slowwealth.com. That is I-N-V-E-S-T at S-L-O-E-W-E-A-L-T-H. You can listen to us on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon, Amazon Music. Do you have anything else to add? No, that is it, man. Make your best life today. Yes. Living your best life. All right, y'all. We love y'all. Thank you so much again. And we are out. Out.